Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. What is up? We are back with another edition of the Steeler Nation podcast. I am again your host, Tyler Candelaria. And this week's a pretty big week as we're going to bring on in a few minutes star defensive end Cameron Hayward of the Pittsburgh Steelers. So getting right into it, Pittsburgh got another win in the preseason on Sunday against Atlanta, 17-13. to They trailed most of the game, but in the fourth quarter came up big and came back to win 17-13 defense. A couple struggles early in the first quarter. They really stepped it up. Big game from James Conner, over 98 yards in his first action in the NFL. Had over 100 total yards, so James Conner had a big game. People, Some people were saying that it still wasn't. He was, he was a little soft. It wasn't his best performance. 98 yards, 98 yards, and over 100 yards, 100 yards. He had it. It was his first game. He still had a little jitters. It was a big game out of him. Big game out of Conner, especially in the bell absence. We'll get into the bell absence a little after the interview with Cam Hayward. So we got the 17-13 win. Uh, a couple of big interceptions by Jordan Dangerfield. They actually sealed the game. So we were up 17-13 late in the game. Sealed it with the second pick of the game. So a lot of things to look at. So Josh Dobbs, again, I mean, we want to see more out of Dobbs. I expected to see more. I think a lot of us did after he performed after struggling early in the first preseason game against the Giants. Then Dobbs had performed after struggling in the first game second game Dobbs had only through 70 yards and he had one interception so I mean not what we wanted to see but I mean he's it's played two games just like we're saying with Connor he's played one game you got to give him some time Dobbs only played two games so we got to give these guys time I know Dobbs won't see much of the field in the regular season and still we got to got to give these guys time we'll see him the next two weeks of the of the preseason <clears throat> So, anyway, Bart Houston had a big game, too, as well. He's actually performed. You know, he's actually surprised me a lot in his first two games. Bart Houston, I mean, he probably is not going to be a guy that's going to be on the team. But Bart Houston has really impressed me, at least. He, I mean, I, I don't want to say, like, oh, I want him over Dobbs. You got to give Dobbs time. But Houston has been playing pretty well. And you got to think, I mean, Landry Jones, we haven't seen him yet in the preseason. We know what he's like. We've seen him in the regular season. So a lot of things, a lot of things to, that were good in the preseason game. And a lot of things you could see his workout is the Atlanta offense went all over the defense in the first quarter, at least, then until defense stepped up after that. James Conner played most of the game after not – he didn't play much in the beginning, but then he played most – of the rest of the game, so that's why people were like, oh, he was playing against four stringers. 
Matt Bell replacement, all this news, James Conner, it's a good sight. We got a good future ahead, I believe, with Conner as our back. Obviously, Le'Veon Bell, like we actually had tweeted Le'Veon Bell a couple days ago saying, don't leave, bro, dot, 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 not Le'Veon Bell. He actually came back to us and said, I'm not leaving unless they, unless they get rid of me. And that got a lot of publicity. It got to a lot of sites, actually. It got a lot of, it got a ton of likes on that tweet. I'm not even sure how much it got. But Le'Veon Bell, he is supposed to return. There's a report that he's supposed to return after the third preseason game against the Colts. So we'll get more into him after Cam Hayward joins us today. He'll join us in about a minute or two. But we'll get more into Bell after the interview. So actually a lot to talk about on Bell. But just, you know, Steelers, Martavis Bryant, his first game back from suspension in the preseason, Martavis Bryant had two catches for 20 yards. So not much. He actually had a fumble on a reverse play. But Martavis Bryant, he's going to be big time this year. A lot of people don't. A lot of people. I've talked to a lot of people, especially for title type fantasy leagues. They'll say Martavis Bryant hasn't played. In the, he hasn't played in a year. Hasn't played in two years. How are you supposed to be good? Trust me, Martavis. After reading all this stuff at camp, they can. Coach Butler said you cannot cover. He's he's the most uncoverable dude. He's an absolute beast. But anyway, we have Cam Hayward on the line. How are you doing today, Cam? Pretty good. How are you, Tyler? I'm doing well, Cam. So thank you again for taking a few minutes with us today on the Steeler Nation podcast. We really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem. So before we get into anything, Cam, we want to congratulate you on your new member of your family, your daughter, Chloe. Congrats on that, Cam. Thank you. Thank you. You know, she's a, she's a big butterball joy, and my, my little son loves her, and uh, they both keep me busy. <laughs> no problem, man. It's great to hear, man. So anyway, you guys got the 17 to 13 win this past weekend against Atlanta. What were your thoughts on the game? Any opinions on the game? All in all, how'd you believe it went? Um, you know, there were some good parts and some bad parts. Um, I know everybody looks at, um, you know, how the game started off early. Um, but you see a lot of younger guys uh, that had pretty good games, like Anthony Ciccolo, Jordan Dangerfield. Um, and you got to have those contributions. Um, you know, you got to see a different situation for a guy like, you know, uh, James Conner, who got to step in and run the ball right. effectively. Then you see guys like Josh Stobbs, who, you know, you got to have you got to have one of those moments where you, you need to come back. Um, and I thought he, he did pretty good. And, you know, you got to have those type of games where, you know, it doesn't work that well. And we had some things we had to correct. Um, and I think it's only going to benefit us down the road. Right, and I believe you got to give those guys time too. I, I Connor and Connor did have a pretty big game. Some people were saying some stuff that it wasn't. He wasn't. He was kind of soft or something. But you got to. I mean, he had a great game. You got to give these guys time, though. It's only the second preseason game. Mm-hmm. So there's gonna be a lot for them to work on, of course. But anyway, so there's been an emphasis on keeping everyone fresh so far on the defensive front by using a rotation. Your teammate James Harrison, he said that it's kind of hard for him as a pass rusher to get into a groove with rotating. Does it have any effect from a defensive lineman's perspective? Yeah, um, you know, I think uh, it, it can hurt you at some times if, if you're constantly rotating. But if you can, you know, supplement guys here and there, um, and, you know, it might not be every series mm-hmm. where you rotate, but, you know, if it's a long drive, that makes no sense in, in not rotating. 
But, uh, you know, as a pass rusher, okay. you, you want to make sure you get a feel for how they block you. Um, you know, even the cadence, how, how the offensive line talks to each other, what you think will work, because you want to try different things to get to the quarterback. So, um, you know, all those things go hand in hand, and, you know, the more reps you get, the better feel you have. Yes, and sticking with the defensive line as well, some of the young guys on the line, like LT and Johnny Maxey, they really stepped up the end of the season last year when you were out, you know, Stefan too was out. How much progress have you seen out of those two guys? Yeah, I think you see a lot of progress, progress from those guys. Um, you know, LT played a lot of ends last year, but now he's playing nose tackle. But, you know, you can just see the growth in, you know, how he can be a football player, not just a, you know, a, a defensive end or a nose tackle. He's a football player. Um, you know, he knows up and down the line. And, you know, I think Max is growing in that too. I think he can continue to grow. But, you know, you like the fact that they have experience. Um, they know what they're doing out there. Um, they know what they shouldn't be doing. Uh, and I think it only is going to help our defensive line out. You know, when you have guys that have been through certain situations, um, it's not like you're looking around thinking, oh, what's going to happen uh, if they go in. Right, and you were also out a lot of the season last year. So getting ready for this year, did you have an extra sense of urgency in your off-season preparation or because you had a rehab and get ready for the season as well? Yeah, you know, to me, you know, I, I, I felt like, uh, there was a lot of food left on the table for myself. Um, and when I say that, I just mean, um, you know, a lot of football I missed out on. Um, a lot of great plays I didn't get to be a part of. Um, so my main goal was to get back on the field as soon as possible um, this year um, and be healthy um, and make sure that this never happens again. Right, well, it's great. We have a lot of depth in that position, especially a lot of young guys there for the future. we got a ton of studs up there on the defensive front. But anyway, with the coaching standpoint for the defensive side, with Coach Butler now firmly entrenched as your guys' defensive coordinator, difference the defense now from when it was when you had Coach LeBeau? Oh, I don't know if it's necessarily that much different. Um, there might be some new coverages, um, uh, and there might just be a couple of tweaks in that. Um, but I think he's learned a lot from Coach LeBeau, uh, and I think they both have the have the same uh, the same. Uh, coverage uh, same scheme wise um, there's not a big overhaul um, we still have most of the coaches that were here with Coach LeBeau so it doesn't change that much but you know it's a, it's a fresh place talking um, and I think he's grown he's grown um, as a D coordinator uh, just you know which is a level of uh, trust in us you know and understanding what we can do what we can't do uh, and what helps us on the field how important to you and maybe some other guys on the defensive front had Coach Mitchell been your success? You know, I think Coach Mitchell is uh, the reason I've had any, any success. You know, uh, when I got here, I was here with, you know, a lot of Super Bowl winning defensive linemen, um, but Coach Mitchell challenged me. Um, you know, he, he'll try to break you to, and then try to mold you after. Um, but you have to be willing to, you know, to be a part of it. Um, you know, he challenges you day in and day out, but then you appreciate it later on because then you learn to challenge yourself. Then you learn that, you know, you can still get better at this. Um, I don't think he ever lets you rest or, you know, sit on your war- your, war- your quarrels. 
but I think he wants you to be better than you were before. Um, and I appreciate that. You know, we, we have conversations about, you know, different things that go on the field, and now um, I just feel like I'm, I'm that much smarter when it comes to that. Um, I just have a better sense of things because of what Coach Mitch has instilled in me. Right, and that definitely helps, especially now with the newer type defense. But this year, um, what do you think? Believe or what do you what do you believe um, makes or breaks this defense this year? I think um, I think our four man rush, uh, you know, uh, has to be our calling card this year. Um, you know, if we want to succeed and you know win a bunch of games and go to the Super Bowl and win, um, you got to have a great four man rush. Uh, and we got to get back to stopping the run. Um, you know, I thought we did pretty well as the season um, kept going, but you know, we had some 200 yard rushers, which is not a custom here. Um, and then we just stopped. You know, we, I like it when we have no 100 yard rushers. Um, we got to get back to that. But I think between our rush uh, and applying pressure and then stopping the run, um, you know, I think we can put ourselves in good situations. Uh, because you know our, our, our offense can put up a lot of points. Um, and, you know, I think if we control it up front, um, it, it takes a lot of uh, heat off our back end. And it allows them to just play freely. Exactly. And especially because turnovers a few years ago were sort of a huge issue. They weren't coming as much for the defense. But how much do you guys up front or all in all on the defense emphasize on getting the ball back to the offense? Uh, we always talk about how, um, you know, whoever wins the turnover battle wins the game mostly, you know, 90% of the time because um, those are, you know, momentum, uh, you know, changing plays, and we have to be able to win in that asset. Um, you know, if we can give our offense a short field, uh, it, that's just icing on the cake. But, you know, you, if we can turn, you know, them going in, and possibly getting seven to three points into uh, turning the turning them over and getting you know a touchdown by the defense or offense, you know that could be potentially a fourteen point swing. So you know you got to look at that, and we have to win those situations. Yeah, right. So it's good stuff to hear from you, Cam. Good stuff to hear. And so we also got a few questions from fans. We had fans come to our website, send us a few questions for you. So I like this one, too, to start off. So, you know, there's, but there, there's been a little bit of debate on our website between our fans and about Renegades. And Mike Wallace said it doesn't really give you guys an edge anymore. Do the players love it as much as the fans? Do you guys really feed off it? Yeah. Um, I like to say that, you know, I, I, I think he's talking about his rear end because, uh, you know, I think we do benefit from that, um, you know. Uh, you can ask Mike uh, how it felt when uh, they, they played here for uh, the champion, the, AFC, the AFC North Championship, and you know you hear Renegades and it, it it worked, you know. But uh, you know, you know what they had to play it for a reason. Um, but uh, you know, we we really appreciate that song. It's a great song, um, and it gets our fans involved, and we like to use it as. You know, those are those pressure moments, and you know, it 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 shows who 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 has the best uh, you know, the best uh, medal when it comes to that. Exactly, and how important to you, especially as an individual, is and to your teammate, and all in all, 
to playing at home for a playoff game? You know, I, I think that's one thing we're, we're really striving for. Um, we want, you know, the ball roll through Pittsburgh. And that means, you know, winning enough games to have, you know, not only your first game at home in the playoffs, but, um, you know, the AFC championship game go through, um, you know, Pittsburgh. And, I, you know, it's a, it's a long season, and it's, you have to be uh, willing to overcome some odds, but, you know, that's what we strive for. That's what we work on in the offseason and in the stress during the training camp because, you know, we know our fans are deserving of it, and we feel like it gives us a home field advantage if we have it at home. Right, and this could be, I believe, really, this could be the big year. I think it's going to be the stairway to seven this year. I'm telling you, Ken, this could be the big year, man. <laughs> for sure. So, anyway, so we also got off. Funny one here. Did you and Ryan Chazier ever give Fitzgerald Toussaint a little grief since he went to Michigan? Uh, we, we always give him crap. Um, you know, <laughs> you know I, don't, I don't know if he won any games versus Ohio State, but uh, you know, I went up four now. I think Ryan and I lost one game, but uh, you know, Fitz uh, is very quiet when it comes around Ohio State Michigan games. <laughs> So, man, again, Cam, thank you again for taking a few minutes with us today. I know you've been really busy lately with practice and all that. Thanks for taking a few minutes with us today and joining us. Thank you so much, Cam. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day, Cam. You too. That was Steelers, the end, Cam Hayward. He joined us for a couple minutes today. So we're actually going to take a quick quick minute to two-minute break. We'll come back, discuss Le'Veon Bell and finish up the show. You've been listening to the Steeler Nation podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Candelaria. We'll be back in a minute. When the night call, yo, I call all my soldiers just to come and brawl, yo. Soldiers, When the night calls, we can link up, we can all ball. ball. My dancing off, Damn. three, two, one, then we taking off. Go. Go. If it came to party, pour champagne, we can drink Bacardi. And I'm about to go in, raving the crowd, Michael Phelps are diving. Hey. When the night calls, night calls. Yeah. Roll the dice, dog, dice, dog. Dice. Hopping in the white frog, living like an outlaw. Shawty got a tie, dog. So we are back here on the Steeler Nation podcast. We just had star defensive end Cam Hayward with us. And before we wrap up this show, we wanted to get a little bit into Le'Veon Bell. We said we'd get into that towards the end of the show. So in the news on Le'Veon Bell, we had stated earlier in the show, we actually sent him a tweet a few days back, a couple days ago, actually responded saying that he wants to stay in Pittsburgh, wants to be here pretty much, unless the team lets him go. So, I mean, I could not see that happening. Just we just needed to sign that contract. And despite I didn't hope the reports, there was the reports that his agent had apparently agreed to the deal with Bell, or well, not with Bell, but with the Steelers, and Bell had just said no after that. So then his agent had denied, of course. So we don't really know the full truth. Obviously, his agent is going to deny that, but Bell didn't sign that. We 
man, that would have been the biggest contract in NFL history for a running back. So he wants more, apparently. He will say 15 mil, like he says, he, until they give him 15 mil, like he says in one of his rap songs. We just hope Le'Veon Bell can stay with us for a long time. I know fans have been ripping on him as of late, saying he's greedy, he's this, he's that. But he is a very, very valuable player to our squad. We need Le'Veon Bell. We need him. I mean, I, honestly, in my opinion, Ben Roethlisberger is definitely our most valuable player because I feel like every time he's on the field, we have a chance to win. I, especially, a, I mean, I know A.B. and Bell, they're st- absolute studs. We, A.B. and Bell are I would never want them out for anything, but Ben Roethlisberger, no matter who's out there, no matter what weapons are out there, you know when he's out there, we have a huge chance to win against any team, no matter if it's New England or any team like that. But anyway, so Le'Veon Bell reports saying that he will join shortly after the third preseason game against the Indianapolis Colts this weekend. So we hope to see Le'Veon. We want to see him the day after. We want to see him. We want to see him that Monday. We want to see him in practice. We want him to get right back into it, right back as being the best running back in the NFL. And we hope that Le'Veon, if he can, if he can stay healthy the whole season, he's definitely, he's got to, especially with Ezekiel Elliott out, even if he was still in, he's going to lead the league in rushing. He's an absolute monster. And then James Conner, great game. We can have him as a backup. We'll take that. Great backup on our team. We'll take that. We had D'Angelo Williams last year. We loved the great backup running backs. We had a good duo there for Le'Veon Bell. So he's reported supposed to bring come back next week. Hope he does. We hope that's officially confirmed. As his teammates actually like his offensive line. Actually, apparently there's a report that he texted his offensive lineman and said that he missed him. But his, there was also reports that his team is just really upset about just answering questions about him. And they just want him there now. They just can't. They've been doing it every week. They've been doing it every day. They've been answering questions. Let's bet Le'Veon Bell, Le'Veon Bell, Le'Veon Bell. But back to business. And again, we've been you've been listening to the Steeler Nation podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Candelaria. Follow us on Twitter at Steeler Nation and check out our website, SteelerNation.com. And also, before we do go, we had to sit this one out on our uh, Instagram. So our Instagram's at SteelerNation.com. Kind of like the website, except it's no dots. So at Steeler Nation Comp, they're actually partnering up with Total Sports Enterprises in Pittsburgh. And we're partnering up with them, which we're giving away a free James Conner signed picture, an 8x10 picture. We're giving that away. So all you have to do is just like the Instagram picture, follow our Instagram and Total Sports Enterprise Instagram, and at three friends in the comment section below. And that's all you got to do. So again, this has been the Steeler Nation podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Candelaria. Have a good one, everyone. For this life I cannot change. In the head, deep off in the main. Eminem, we like candy cane. Drop the top, pop it, let it bang. For this life I cannot change Hit it here, deep off in the main Eminem, sweet like candy cane Drop the top, pop it, let it bang Drop the top, play hide and seek Jump inside, jump straight to the lead Take a sip
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.